welcome to episode two of LGBT Tech After Hours. I'm your host this week, uh, Deandra Williams, D for short, and I'm joined with our regulars, uh, Chris Wood and Ellie Bassett. Hey, y'all. Hi. Hey. So before we get too far into it, I just want to say this is the first week we've had three hot mics in a room together, so congrats Who's on Mike? that. Who's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Chris, Chris got uh, three mics to put in the room, so instead of sharing one, we each have our own, so Very there you go. Very official and professional. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, this, this is like a official setup. Right? We're also joined by today with the extra special guest that we didn't know about. Oh, that's right. Uh, we're also joined by Kirby from our local LGBTQ center. Yay! <laughs> Kirby does not have a mic. We're sorry, Kirby. <laughs> it's okay. You can just share with D. Yeah, yeah you can I'll share, share with, with D. D. <laughs> we share one hot mic. <laughs> it's okay. There's enough hot mics to go around. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So this week, I don't know if you heard out there in internet world, but something pretty big happened last week. The Unicode Consortium. <laughs> Stop Sorry. staring I just at had me while to. you do like, that. I mean, so here at After Hours, because it's after work, um, we go ahead and make sure that, you know, there's like maybe something to drink. Like so, water? Like water or, you know, Coffee? whatever whatever comes with a pop. Oh, like a like a soda. <laughs> I'm not. I can't steal their tagline on air. We can say it in in no. Nice sound effects. Nice sound effects. <laughs> nice sound effects. I love it. Because right. this is a podcast, Chris just opened a bottle of wine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you are all looking for it. <laughs> You know, it's nice to enjoy, especially with today's topic. Right? Oh, yes. So I'll let you dive into that. All right. So this week, we're talking about something that happened last week, which is pretty exciting. So this week, we're going to talk about something. This week, we're going to talk about something big that happened on January 29th. And that thing is that the Unicode Consortium, the group that decides which emojis work on phones, um, announced that they're going to add the trans flag, trans symbol, and expanded gender options in version 13 of their emoji list. This is big because the trans flag has not been on any previous emoji um, anything, and the, Unicor- the Unicode Consortium has a Unicode for the trans symbol, but it has not been available as an emoji until now. It's slated to be released um, sometime this year in September or October, and it's pretty big deal. Like, oh my god. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I remember when the gay flag was released. It was like... That wasn't that long ago, was it? 2017, I believe. Yeah. I think it might have been 2016. 2016? I know it's in this... I think It was recent. so recent. Yeah. I kind of forgot we hadn't always had it. Right? (laughs) Yeah. So according to Wired Magazine, um, and the story that uh, D found, um, so it was actually 2015 is when the emojis got a diversity update Mm. uh, with five new skin tones and a set of same-sex couples. Mm. So I think... I don't know exactly... Oh, and then it says pride flag right below it. Uh, in 2016, 2016, there was a single dad, pride flag, and weightlifting woman. You were right. <laughs> Did my homework. <laughs> so yeah, like it hasn't been long at all, no. and like this year now we've gotten we've gotten even 
like, an, I don't want to say like a better, but we've gotten a step up. Like we have another emoji. We finally have a trans flag that people can use. We have the trans symbol and we have expanded gender options so that people can, you know, more accurately like represent themselves mm -hmm. online and like in their communication. Um, Chris, I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about what emoji is. I know here in uh, LGBT tech world, you're the real uh, tech junkie, so. <laughs> I'm offended. <laughs> um, uh, so I am, but uh, I really didn't know much about this. I was excited to talk about it. Um, so an emoji, the definition of an emoji per I think Webster <laughs> is a small digital image or icon used to express an idea, emotion, or so forth. Um, really born out of the 1990s, it comes from uh, E, meaning picture, plus moji or a letter character. It's uh, from a Japanese origin. Mm. Um, and I believe, if I remember correctly, there was a gentleman in the 1990s that created a. Um, Sorry, just making sure I have my facts right. <laughs> um, a Japanese artist that created the first 12 by 12 pixel image. Oh, my God. And it was really around um, weather, like forecasting weather, like saying, explaining what weather forecast it was. Oh, wow. Um, using these very small 12 by 12 pixel images. Um, so like cloudy, rainy, sunny. Um, and I believe he created, uh, he or she, I'm not entirely sure, they per, uh, created um, 176 of the original emojis. Um, and I'm just pulling them up here for the team so they can see. They oh, look, look they're like so pixelated. <laughs> they are. They're we're, adorable. We're looking at them right now and they look so grainy. If you can, there's an article on wired.com that like explains all of this. And this has, it has all these little emojis. There's astrological oh symbols. There's a couple Zs for like sleeping. It's it's really retro. It's like and the it Atari really of emojis. <laughs> oh my God. It's so cute. What is the like BK, well I know what Bank? ATA Bank is. maybe. Okay, Bank. And there's CVS. Burger King. Right. No, I would well, say Well then there's CVS. I'm like, do they have Burger King? Oh my God. Yeah. I think GZ. GS is probably gas station. Gas station. Oh, oh that makes sense. Okay, okay. Yeah. H, I think, H is, is hospital. hospital. Yeah. What is this one? Like, you're plugging something in. Microphone? Oh, yeah, it's microphone? a microphone. It looks oh, like it a, is a microphone. Oh, yeah, a microphone. It's like a distorted oh, okay. semicolon. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I guess so bizarre. Probably... Look at the cats. <laughs> where are the cats? Right below where your pointer is. <gasps> oh, there they are. They're cute. Those one might be a like... dog. I don't know. We all remember how you used to do emotion. emotion. Like, you'd, like, figure out the symbols on the keyboard to mm -hmm. go and make this image or Like, you do the colon oh God, with yeah. the parentheses yes. to do a smiley face. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. So, and then they then they got even more complex. Right. Um, and look right. at the expressions. Like, one row up from the bottom. Like, the angry and sad. They're... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those look like the old ones. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh that's gosh. so cute. Oh, my oh, We've God. come such a long way. We really have. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> Like it, it feels like it's just been getting like more upgraded like every year when they when there are more emojis released. So I don't think I know I didn't know this until I heard the news last week about um, the Unicode Consortium's decision. But um, the Unicode Consortium is the organization that actually decides which emojis are going to be communicated through these things called Unicodes. They're the ones who assign a Unicode to each emoji. And they're the ones that, like the emojis we see on our phones, they're the ones that show 
or decide which emoji is going to be able to work across platforms and across phones through these things called Unicodes. And I know, Ellie, you had some information about the Unicode Consortium. And could you tell us a little bit about what it is and what they have to do with emojis? Sure, I will do my best. It's a little (laughs) over my head, so I'm trying to both understand it and make it understandable. So bear with me. (laughs) Um, But basically, Unicode itself is a unique number or alphanumeric code for every character no matter the platform program or language so basically i'm skipping around a lot so every character in a language is assigned a unique code there are currently about 150,000 and counting so you know the there's English 150,000 yeah because oh for God. example for english you need one for the letter a letter b and in oh. say Russian, that's a completely different alphabet. Oh, so gotcha. it's not all English. And then you have um, other symbols like punctuation or numbers. Oh, so that's really interesting. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So it's it's basically for computers to store that character. It's a form of code for computers to associate mm. with that particular character. Um, and this before Unicode really became as established as it is, there were problems such as not every character had a code. Mm. Um, So like even in English, there wasn't a single encoding that covered every symbol or letter in English. And that became especially tricky Um, in pictographic languages like Japanese. That was a really big challenge for them to support that. Um, So now Unicode has sort of come up with that um, overarching framework so that every symbol or to the best of their ability, every symbol um, is represented. And emojis are another code to computers, like like what you would have for the letter A. So it's another alphanumeric code um, to communicate what, you know, what that thing is. Gotcha. Um, and so the Unicode Consortium, they're a nonprofit. They're really cool. They, um, they with emojis at least, they take uh, proposals from the public on what new emojis should be considered for the standard, which oh I gosh, think is I really it. great. Um, and there is a Unicode emoji subcommittee, subcommittee, I'm sorry, Unicode emoji subcommittee that reviews these proposals. <laughs> and I want a spot on that, I'll tell you. Oh my God. Um, there are three things, three main things. They, they spend a lot of time analyzing the proposals, um, but three main things that they look for. One, will it work in a small size? Emojis are tiny, so if it's something that's just going to become, you know, completely obscured by being made so small, it's probably not going to be a good emoji. Um, Does it add to what can be said using this emoji? Or could you already create that expression or communicate that same phrase or feeling with existing emojis? Gotcha. Um, And then the third is that there's substantial evidence that lots of people will use it that it's actually something that there's a need and a want for. So it's interesting to, I mean, before we started recording, we were looking at some of the existing emojis, and oh, I'm like, yeah. how did they pass that process? Right. Who's using some of these? How is that a widely used thing? And then you think of something like the trans flag, and it's like, well, duh, how is that not right. an emoji already? But 15 different bowls of rice are. Right, like, yeah. I don't, I don't understand. So, so that's how uh, new emojis are approved for Unicode. But yeah, so it's complicated computer language that makes cool letters and pictures and numbers and emojis for us. Gotcha. So, yeah. That's awesome. And that it's so cool. Right? And it's interesting you talking about that, Ellie, how like there are some emojis, how 
just the criteria they have deciding what gets to be an emoji or what gets to be a unicoded emoji mm -hmm. versus just like a character out there right. like will people use it it does it um you know does it does it communicate something clearly right is it really adding to right. people's dialogue and communication right yeah. because that has been a criticism especially from trans activists who have wanted to get um, the trans flag or the trans symbol as with as like a unicoded emoji. Mm -hmm. I know there was one in 2018, um, a trans woman and British activist named Charlie Craggs, who started the campaign Claws Out for Trans, saying that Unicode gave us a lobster emoji, but they still <laughs> yeah. won't give us the trans flag. Like, right. what is the deal with that? Yeah, and and it really is something that's it's, come up. Yeah. It's it's just really funny. I mean, it, Unicode has in their website a list of all of the Unicoded emojis, and it's a long list. And there is just things I didn't even realize were emojis, <laughs> and just the craziest symbols and fifteen different angles of one single oh my car God, yeah. and things. And I'm like, <laughs> it's just so funny to see that. Certain things have made the cut, and other things we're that, look <laughs> that aren't, Wait, where aren't is there. This? Just if looking at it sometimes. <laughs> oh, it's a little confusing. Go to adopt a character, and then about adopt a character, I think. And then scroll down, and then more than 136,000 characters can be adopted, I think. Mm. And oh, then my scroll God. down, <laughs> and then go to emoji, oh, go up, emoji charts. Yep. Oh, wow. oh my lord. <laughs> there they all are. And it's just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And it gives wow. you little keywords and it gives you the Unicode. Mm. And honestly, it's helpful for some of those things that you're like, what is it? There was one right. I was looking at and I couldn't tell what it was. And apparently it's falafel. It oh looks my God. nothing like any falafel <laughs> I've ever seen. But apparently we have a falafel emoji, which is great. I mean, I love falafel, but trans flag would be a nice addition right? to my falafel. Yes. <laughs> I, feel right? like I, I feel like I use the exploding head a lot. Oh, I do too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and the cowboy hat face. Yeah. That's one I like to share with my partner. <laughs> yeah, and they also, it's cool, they've indicated on this list which ones are the new ones. So mm. the trans flag is on there as well as I believe the trans symbol mm. is on there and they're both denoted as new. So it's funny to see other things that have sort of joined the 2020 class of emojis. And right. So the I just pulled up the release is... of it. I think there's 62 of them. And then we'll get back to the, the trans flag, which is really important mm -hmm. on this particular. So smiling face with tear. Oh, look at that polar bear. Oh, that's, that's cute. Ooh, bubble tea. Oh, oh I love bubble tea. Okay, I'm not See, a fan of bubble tea. Not? I just Me don't either. get it. I'm like, no. More for us, right, Dee? Right? But how, again, like, there's a pickup truck and a teapot. How are mm -hmm. those not in existence? That exactly. Seems... You know? Why and is there a fondue pot? Why not? <laughs> but I feel like now Hot we can go ahead and explain cheese. a lot more <laughs> food items. Right. Pinata. Oh, yeah. And I feel class. like I feel and like that's been part class. of it too has been like expanding like because emojis are international and mm -hmm. because like they're used right. around the world. I was looking at some statistic. I can't remember the source of it, but it said like if emojis were a language, it would be spoken by 92 or 93% of the world's population. Like wow. They really are meant to be universal because they're pictures. You don't have to, everybody knows what that is. It's a person in, with a baby. Right. You know, that's universal. Exactly. Right. And because it is like, because it does have such an international scope and because it is cross-cultural and like used for cross-cultural communication, like it's really important to have like emojis that represent like 
a variety of cultures and a variety yeah. of experiences so people can communicate that to each other. Mm -hmm. oh, I love that. Wait, so I just, we scrolled down a little bit here yeah. and now I'm like looking Are at these, this. Look at this. These, mm -hmm. I found these earlier when I was reading the whole list. So there's, they used to have a woman in a veil. So like a typical bride, quote mm. unquote. And now they have a woman or somebody who appears to be a female in that outfit as well as someone, I think the name for it is person in a mm. veil. And then they have a character that's called man in a veil mm -hmm. as well as those same three characters in tuxedos and with babies i love that so that they've made awesome, yeah right? so not only is it the which the transgender flag was kind of the the leading portion of this mm -hmm. but they've taken a step further to represent more of the community at large right right and i, I think it's yeah not and so i think binary. it's exactly yeah it's not so binary anymore and i think it it illustrates like some of the some of the trickiness that comes with with accurate representation where mm -hmm. like i always just think about the question of who are we leaving out who's not mm -hmm. been represented by this and like certainly like especially like within trans circles like we talk a lot about how like there's no one way to look non-binary or mm -hmm. there's no one way to be trans mm -hmm. so it's interesting to see how we now have more emojis to show a little bit more of a variety of experiences yeah. that people didn't have before we don't have everything right but we have more than we did and i think if you know, it's a milestone in itself, and it's definitely something that could lead to even more options going Absolutely. forward. I mean, if we have different skin tones and stuff, it, mm -hmm. I mean, that's just another variety of human, right? Exactly. So why not just have as many human varieties as we have two colors of cats now. We have a black cat now, which <laughs> I'm very excited about because I have a black cat. But I mean, if we can have two different kinds of cats, right. we should be able to have enough skin tones and exactly. people to at least come close to trying to represent as many people as possible. Exactly. I love that. I love that. So some of the others that are in there are disguised face. <laughs> Why does it say face hat? Huh? He's not wearing a hat. He's I don't not wearing know. a hat. Maybe it's like, I think it's the category. Oh, okay. Uh, a face with some so sort of sense. item. Face hat would be the cowboy. It would be oh, the right. Yeah, Anything this... that's a face with some sort of an item on it. This okay. is right. just the new ones. Though. I see. So pinched finger. <laughs> Like, I feel like growing up, I grew up in Mexico, and mm. I feel like when I was in trouble, this is what the lady down the street would do. Oh, like, wow. My best friend's mom, she was like, Christopher! <laughs> it looks like a very different gesture for me, and I can't get that in my head. I feel like it could be interpreted in myriad yep. of ways. Yep. yep. For the LGBTQ community, especially those that are um, within the leather community, you're probably going to like this one. <laughs> Um, oh, anatomical heart, anatomical lungs. <laughs> I love it. Like, the lungs look really good. Right? The lungs look really oh, good. So they kind of look like steaks. Person roll. That's interesting. <laughs> I like looking at all of the different... Um, Person in tuxedo and person with veil. There's like three different ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah, with person different hair. Yeah. yeah, they have different hair colors. Different, yeah. like, oh, look at that one, looks like Mark. Oh, <laughs> look at that. Look at row 10 in the middle. Oh, right there. Yeah. Especially nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, MX Claws. Oh, yes, Mixter Claws. Oh, I saw that when I was looking that up, and I thought that was really so interesting because I've used that before to go by as like mixer, yeah, instead of Santa or Mrs. Claus, right? Yeah, people hugging. I love that. Mm. There's the black cat. 
Mine needs a little extra girth around the middle. But <laughs> <laughs> don't tell her that. Mammoth. Okay, so like, so there's bison, ma- mammoth. Where did mammoth come into this? Like, where is that widely no used? Yeah. I guess in the scientific, <laughs> right? <laughs> really makes you think what right. sort of and what was rejected is my question right. these are the approved ones like okay i can see that but what was what didn't make the cut since 2016 the trans flag was rejected like i was really? looking up and there were yeah there were a couple proposals like the first one was submitted by um a google creative and a trans woman named t uglo and she submitted a proposal for a trans flag emoji and it was denied and then another huh. group submitted again in 2017 uh, bianca ray Monica Helms, the creator of the trans flag, mm-hmm. uh, Chadwick Sapiti uh, and Dr. Ted Ayton, they submitted a seven-page request citing the rainbow flag emoji in 2016. Right. Oh. That makes me wonder. I mean, I read earlier the three things that uni- the Unicode mm. emoji subcommittee votes on, and clearly I feel like the trans flag meets all of those. So why would it be rejected except that there was some understanding or some false view that it was it didn't meet that criteria for the evidence of a lot of people wanting it or needing to use it right. which is and i and i know. feel like especially in in recent years as trans activism has really has really become more visible and has really has really pushed like more into the mainstream that you know we are showing it's like hey we need representation we need a trans flag emoji mm-hmm. like you know and I'm sure there are people within the community that may disagree with me, but like it's it's a unifying symbol. It helps yeah. bring us together mm-hmm. and it helps communicate to other people who we are and who we want right. to be. I completely agree. I, I think one of the things that I find interesting, it takes me back to I've actually sat with um, uh, in some meetings around like the extension. So dot com, dot org, dot. And so recently we know that those those were drastically expanded recently meaning like within the last five years mm. um, dot gay dot LGBT dot mm. and there was sitting in some of those meetings and understanding the global recognition of some of these one of the things that we kept coming up against or not as I was learning more about it we we weren't the organization really going after it there was other organizations other people were working on it one of the things I found really interesting was actually defining community mm. was one of the tests and i just thought it was you know as the lgbtq community we are a community we've always seen ourselves as a community we googled ourselves into a community you know looking at <laughs> why do i feel this way and all of a sudden we are part of a community that we otherwise didn't know existed except for well at this day and age and my age the internet um for others it may have been something else but it was interesting to see the tests that were being applied and how those tests may not necessarily um, reflect like what a true community is. And I think it's kind of like what our society, you know, maybe many years ago, community was the community that is, you know, this small town or the community that is... Um, you know, this minority community within this town or, and so I think there's like, I think there's just been this societal build of what is and makes up a community. And that goes to like the social, um, the societal test of what some of these things mean. And so I can see where it may have been hung up 
Mm. Uh, without knowing and without being in the voting room and process, I could see where it had, could have been hung up based on my knowledge of those extensions. Mm. Um, and uh, doesn't mean I wish that it had. I wish it had been done a long time ago. Mm. Um, but I can I, now I'm understanding because they may be using the same terminology. Gotcha. Gotcha. Look at the, I'm just noticing, on the right-hand column of this chart, it has proposal. It looks like there's a hyperlink. Can oh. you click on that and it'll show you the proposal that was approved? Because if oh, so, sure. we can definitely see. Wait, which one are we going to? Any of, I mean, maybe the Do we trans want to go to the trans flag? Why not? Okay, let's go to the mm -hmm. trans flag. It should be L2 backslash 19 <laughs> Dash <hyphen>. 080. <laughs> How do you know? How did you know? It's like you have a screen. Right? <laughs> so we're going to the Unicode website, and we're looking at the proposal mm. for the transgender flag emoji. Okay, here we go. Submitted by, wow. Mm. Additional help from updated submitted. Wow. Okay, so what? So there is so much information here, and there are mm -hmm. so many links, some of which we've had to dig really far to get yes. to. Yes. So we should um, we should post these in, in the blog. Yes, we definitely. Do a blog, and we should post these in the blog because it's so timely and amazing. Mm -hmm. um, oh, that's and so interesting. Dee, you've done an amazing job in the research <laughs> here. Um, there's like a lot of information here, people. If you couldn't, this notice. website you could. Just dig deep forever. Oh, look, this. it actually shows different proposed images. Mm -hmm. oh, oh, wow. So they symbol. That's interesting because the one on the left is the one that they decided on for the yeah. flag. Right. The one on the right, do you want to describe it a little bit for our listeners? So the one on the right is the uh, the transgender symbol. Um, I think the, the Unicode, the Unicode, um, description for it which is kind of problematic but it's male with stroke and male and female sign put together it's what we commonly think of as the transgender symbol and it's it's um a black symbol on a white flag we'll go ahead and post that maybe we can grab that from yeah definitely oh wow and they've they've really drilled down here emoji mm. preceding this one so they even say in what order so they want to put in the flags category mm. emoji preceding this one is the rainbow flag so they're saying they want it to follow the rainbow flag mm. in someone's list of emojis interesting wow this is really and it is like Whoa. 17 pages oh, wow. long and they have oh, wow they have screenshots of people's tweets mm. that Oh my gosh. I was digging in this one a little bit when I was looking up emojis and when I was looking up this proposal specifically and they really hunkered down on this. They got citations from like Google and I think I think they also collaborated with Google to pull some of their information, but they have it's 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 just information after information after information saying that people use this and people identify with this, so it should be an emoji. Wow. Oh, this is incredible. Oh my gosh, they have citations for their research. <gasps> wow. This is a wealth of information. Mm -hmm. For people doing research, this is a wealth of information that, quite frankly, I didn't know existed. Mm. Like, and, and what you're, again, this goes back to what I was saying. It cre it, they're creating community, mm. they're defining community. And for anyone in the LGBTQ community, especially around tech or just anywhere looking to define community, mm. this looks like it may have a ton of information yeah. about defining community. Well, and definitely. Oh, wow. Definitely. Look up. You just scrolled past. Go up a little. Oh, there yeah, with the all WhatsApp. the flags. Yeah. So they're showing oh, that Skype, in Skype yeah. or in WhatsApp, you have all these different choices of both country oh, flags mm -hmm. and you have a bunch of different pride flags there's i 
yeah, there's ignorant like, on what they all are, but it's the rainbow flag, the trans flag, and then a variety of others. There's the bisexual flag. There's the gender queer flag. There's the intersex flag. What there's... do you mean, Ellie? You don't know all these flags? I don't. <laughs> I do not. Sorry. I don't either. Straight girl doesn't know the flags. Sorry. I do know all of them. straight, but we don't hold it against her. Thank you, Dean. But I mean, so that stuff exists in, in, in another app. So... Like those things exist, like what you were saying before, how it's it's an existing character, it's just not accepted as Unicode. So those things are all there and clearly being used if Skype and WhatsApp, those are huge apps that have a ton of users. If they're using those, they must be widely used. And it goes back to what you were saying in the last podcast we did, Chris, the last after hours about how which symbols get to represent what for communities and like right. what defines community as far as like the symbols we use for it. Like that's what goes into it for the flags and like the symbols especially like in the lgbtq community but like it's equally important to translate those onto the internet yeah and, like to have the online symbols that we have too and to make those accessible to everyone absolutely mm -hmm. absolutely i think that um and i and i was in my la in the last podcast i was referring to privacy and the way that uh society itself um has dictated what the washing machine or the dryer or don't dry on our clothes mm -hmm. is really. But a lot of people don't realize that that's not, it may be regulated in the UK, but it's not actually regulated. What that is, is it is, it, there is some form of legislation that has been passed and then it is a societal push, typically by a nonprofit, to go ahead and make sure that individuals understand what X term or x symbol means and that's where i think we should be at with privacy and i have been on that for years and the first time i said it like six or seven years ago people looked at me like i was crazy like legitimately how could you even begin to boil oh, privacy wow. down to a symbol or a word but i can tell you right now now five or six years later people are actually getting there and what we're seeing with this particular piece in the fact that the transgender community is finally being represented in a visual way and a visual very popular way to communicate is that it is possible to get there it just takes time for the rest of society to catch up mm. and um, and it takes pushing it takes pushing and i feel like my crazy comment six years ago has been vindicated <laughs> <laughs> I think this is interesting. I don't want to harp down on this too much because I know we're, we're getting long, but um, they obviously worked with all of the search engines uh, and have compared different people, um, the search terms trans person, transgender person, to things that are generic like construction worker or builder person. Um, oh my also gosh. in correlation with the trans flag, transgender flag, to rainbow flag, pride flag, mm. and what we're seeing here is that there are serious spikes above and beyond um, some of these search terms for uh, transgender, the transgender community, and in in various ways. And so I think that oh, this is powerful. Mm -hmm. this, is, they, this is awesome. That's some hard data right there. Wow. I feel like it's been hours. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like hours. It's such a big topic. Hours. Like, I mean, oh my God. I just love all the charts. Like, they've done their research. Yeah. We're definitely going to have to link to all this. Yes. Um, and make sure that it's... Uh... So, I know that we've gone over, like, 
the history of it briefly um, <laughs> what the unicode consortium, uh, consortium is but i guess and i know we've kind of touched on it a bit mm-hmm. but like, why why would this be important to the trans community um, specifically, and maybe the LGBTQ community broadly, and I'm really glad that you're the one taking the question. <laughs> I don't make as good a host. <laughs> yes, you do. It's my sultry voice. I mean, like what we were talking about before, like the importance for, and I don't, I certainly don't speak for the entire trans community, like I don't think that would be possible for one person to do that, but I know for myself as a trans person, it's it's important to it's important to have representation like we we talk over and over again about how representation matters and especially with something like emoji which is not is not only quickly becoming but has already become such an established form of communication at an international level it's important for us to be able to communicate ourselves to each other across borders and across communities. So I think it's important for trans people, number one, because we're able to more accurately, we're able to um, more accurately represent ourselves and communicate about ourselves to non-trans people and to the broader culture. I think it's also important because um, it's able for people outside the trans community to be able to have have a view into the trans community to be able to understand the words we use for ourselves and the words that we want other people to use for us and the symbols that we use to communicate that i think it can be a good way of almost like um a good form of like empathizing with other people Mm. and availability like it's it's almost like learning a new language in many ways like we talk about the alphabet soup of lgbtq plus and like all of the different names that's under the acronym but like it's, it's important for us to learn about each other because even within our own community, we don't always communicate between each other. Like there's, it, it often feels like we're in very different communities. Yeah. So having, having a set of symbols that other people can access as well, um, it helps us communicate ourselves to other people and for other people to be able to communicate with us in a way. Now, is it perfect? I mean, absolutely not. I mean, I think it's a start. I think that it is definitely better than what we had before. Could it be more inclusive? Absolutely. But I think that's part of the challenge that we're here to build together is to try to make it as inclusive as possible and to try to try to create a space either in the real world or online where everyone can represent themselves most accurately. Looking at like I was thinking about like with um Apple's um emojis mm-hmm. and memojis and how really cool it is to be able to emojify yourself in a way that like most accurately represents individuals and i think that itself could also be something for how we can express ourselves and communicate ourselves regardless of how we identify without having to shove ourselves into a category yeah into like a narrow societal box as like a person or a role and i think we've seen this creep up as you were talking about that i was thinking about we've seen this creep up in <clears throat> in the real name conversations um, that uh, I know really worked with Facebook. And I mean, Facebook took a pretty hard stance on just ensuring, well, first they took a hard stance on, on real names, which mm. I understand for, for privacy and security purpose. But then I think they really listened to the community and tried to better understand what it meant for somebody to represent themselves as they 
feel and see themselves mm-hmm. rather than what their outside picture may be. Mm-hmm. And so I think it is a learning curve, as you said, like it is, it is a, we're, we're slowly evolving and we're learning to communicate with each other, not only within our own communities, but uh, within uh, the broader LGBTQ community and then with the rest of the world, mm-hmm. um, which all you know, may not always be as inviting or, uh, <laughs> happy to talk to us in various forms so i think um it's interesting i just see so many different pieces of tech tech Mm. and tech policy colliding here (laughs) in this one conversation around emojis that i don't (laughs) think i saw coming in at all it's Um, such a big topic like it is but it shows you how unifying a Mm -hmm single symbol right. can be they like that literally goes to the pinpoint of a picture is worth a thousand words yeah. mm-hmm. i know even like it's as simple as sometimes i'll be like there's 15,000 varieties of hearts sometimes i'll just be sending one to my husband i'm like that one's not the one i want right, right. now that doesn't yeah. feel right and it's like there's 15,000 hearts but there's no trans like mm-hmm. and that's some trivial little stupid example so actually not seeing yourself or a huge part of yourself represented yeah. in an emoji is like that's a big deal that is a big deal mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so we're excited yeah september i think september is the release september or october mm-hmm. i don't think they've set a hard date yet but September or October, we should be seeing version 13 of Unicode's emoji list. So that's when all those new ones, like the beaver yes. and the mammoth and the black cat, <laughs> will, all, will all get pushed All those super family. important and very clearly. Yes. That's the thing. How do you make a mammoth in a teeny picture? Well, right. Somebody did it. Beats me. I just would love to see how the mammoth is going to be used. Right? <laughs> I'm just going to send you a mammoth text every morning when you wake up. Just a mammoth. So I, I feel get, like that's me after like Thanksgiving. I feel huge. I want to be extinct. <laughs> and I'm fuzzy. really full. It's the new too long didn't read. <laughs> so before we sign off, um, so Unic- the Unicode Consortium also has gold sponsors, silver sponsors, and bronze sponsors for emojis. Um, some of those sponsors are USA Pairs did the pair emoji, Ford Motor Company has the red car, IBM did the cloud. So I was wondering if we could pick out an emoji. We're not actually getting an emoji, don't worry. <laughs> but hypothetically, if we were to, which emoji would we get and why, y'all? <laughs> I feel like we could go so many directions. Right. There's the obvious we could do the rainbow flag or right. the trans yeah. flag or mm-hmm. both. Just keep adopting them. But what else? Hmm. Well, I had kind of a campy answer. What's your answer? Okay, so I was going to go with the floppy disk just because that's cute. That is cute. But <laughs> I was thinking about it and I thought, what about a potato? Because it's versatile, but it's also simple. Oh. And if you butter us up. <laughs> we're we delicious. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you, Ellie. I didn't know who where I was going like with that. Who doesn't like potatoes either? Right? I mean, if you don't, who doesn't? Exactly. You have right? to. You like potatoes. Everyone likes potatoes. I had a much more developed metaphor for that, and it did not come out. <laughs> That's all right. I like Unlike it. me, it did not come out. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it would have to be in the tech space, but I'm not sure what would, what would represent and 
I did not do this part of my homework. Chris well, is, is feverish, feverishly scrolling <laughs> through the list here's of emojis. The, here's the tricky thing, because we are thinking rainbow flag. Right. Chris is thinking tech. Mm. How, like, how can we sum ourselves up in one emoji? You can't. So you need all right? sorts of emojis for people to be able to oh, represent themselves, point, right? Because right? we're LGBT tech. L- Ellie gets it. I get yeah. it. And, and I'm not even LGBT or good at tech. Unico Consortium's <laughs> starting to get it. They're starting to get it. So I feel like we need, like, uh, we need oh my to God. unify all of the LGBTQ individuals in technology and mm-hmm. come up with our own emoji right? and petition. Oh, I'm into that. I'm into that. It'll just be your... computer emoji with a rainbow flag. Right? Yes. There we go. I don't know, though. You know Ooh, what? Ooh, the trackball, though. Oh... <laughs> got some vintage feel (laughs) um i could do the uh optical disc okay okay Okay. Uh, oh but here's the thing though a lot of our power on computers that we send out don't have um optical disc oh dang (laughs) yes i know but i I love the fact that when you hold them up to light they show the rainbow oh oh yeah yeah, you can so the fact that there's um I mean, even like the computer disc, you can really see yep. it. Um, but I like the fact that you can see the rainbow in something in that disc. is uh, a disc. A mm. That's so. really smart. I think Ooh. if yeah, if I was gonna you adopt one, it would be that one. That's what I was scrolling for frantically, like, <laughs> because I was like, wait, I know there's a piece of tech that has a rainbow in it. Um, and I couldn't remember. I actually couldn't remember if I saw it in the little smartphone because I thought the smartphone had a rainbow oh. pattern. Um, and it does have different colors, but nothing in a rainbow pattern. But it was actually the disc that I was looking at. So, um, yeah, that would be mine. Well, dang, you heard it here first, folks. Be on the lookout. <laughs> we need to reach out to you. All right. <laughs> we need to talk. Oh, yeah. On, I'm just looking on my phone. On all three of those discs, the rainbow is very pronounced. Oh, Chris. Huh. I think you're on to something. Yeah. Oh, oh it's cute. <laughs> Basically, it comes down to the optical disc is silver and the DVD is gold. Okay. So do so we want to be silver I think we need to. I think we need to reach out to, yeah. to Unicode. Unicode. We'll be in touch. We'll be in touch. <laughs> You'll have our people call your people. Mm-hmm. Well, this is clearly a very big topic, and we have covered a lot of ground and not even scratched the surface on this. There will be links in the blog we will be posting. Um, thank you for listening and thanks y'all for being here. Again, we're, uh, this is LGBT Tech After Hours, um, brought to you by LGBT Tech. You can follow us on Twitter at LGBT Tech, on Instagram at LGBT Tech, and on Facebook, you guessed it, at LGBT Tech. Wow. Thanks y'all and see you later. <laughs> <laughs>